Welcome to the LaShaw Studio Fujifilm GFX Camera System Podcast. This is Episode 5. We explore different photography styles and techniques, and today we're going to be talking about lifestyle photography using the Fujifilm GFX Camera System. Lifestyle photography is a genre of photography that focuses on capturing real people in real situations, showcasing their daily routines and activities. This type of photography aims to tell a story and create a visual representation of someone's life and personality. The Fujifilm GFX camera system is a popular choice for many lifestyle photographers. The advantages of using the GFX camera system include high resolution and an exceptional image quality, a compact and lightweight design, and fast autofocus capability. Additionally, the Fujifilm GFX camera system also provides a wide range of interchangeable lenses, making it an easy switch between different focal lenses and perspectives. Lifestyle photography is about telling a story, so focus on capturing emotions and moments that reflect the personality and spirit of your subject. I would strongly recommend that you use natural light when you're doing lifestyle photography. When you introduce a strobe or a speed light, you will have a tendency to try to pose the subject. And when you start to pose the subject, then things become and look like they're scripted. The whole thing of lifestyle photography is just capturing those candid moments. One of the big advantages of using the GFX camera system when you're doing lifestyle photography is because it takes a 51 megapixel photo. And that's gonna allow you a lot of latitude if you need to crop and restructure your composition with the photo in post-production. You can take a photo that potentially has three different subjects within that one photo, and then you could just utilize cropping in the post-production and create three photos out of one. Because of the sensors, it's bigger. The pixel densities within that camera system for the megapixels are going to capture more information. It's going to capture more color depth. It's going to have a better low light performance and it's going to have a better noise performance when capturing those photos in low light. Experiment with different lenses. I would tell you to go into the photo session with trying to capture at least three different perspectives. Now, because of the GFX camera system is very expensive, some people don't have three lenses to use. So, if you had to just buy one lens as your starting lens, I would recommend the GF45-100 to F4. It's a weathered seal lens. It has optical stabilization, and it will take you all the way from 45 millimeters all the way up to 100 millimeters. With the crop of 0.79 for the Fuji camera, 45 millimeters is actually 35 millimeters, and the 100 millimeter is closer to more like 79 or 80 millimeters in full frame equipancy. I would recommend trying to get at least three perspectives when you're shooting lifestyle photography. Try to get a wide angle that will establish the environment and the vastness of the location of where you're at. And then get that mid-range shot that tends to zero in on your subject. And then get that up and close, no personal shot that really focuses in on your subject. Hey, don't go jumping around the directory. We've got more coming up. We'll be right back.
Now, welcome back to the show. If you're doing any kind of posing or manipulating, it will show. It will show in the photos. It'll just be something that's just too perfect with it. We know in real life, things are not perfect. Things move and things happen beyond our control. And in lifestyle photography, that is what you're going for. Other than doing color grading or enhancing the lighting of the photo, you really don't want to take these photos into Photoshop and become a digital Frankenstein. And what I mean by that is that is a term that we use about 12 years ago when you go in and you actually create something that comes out on that photo of something that you didn't take. One thing goes in and then your creation comes out and it's not even recognizable of being anything that you've taken. The best way to capture lifestyle photography, let the subject do what they're doing and you move slow. I would even encourage you to put your camera in electronic shutter mode and that would actually help you if you're outside in a bright sunny day because electronic shutter mode will give you a higher shutter, one over 16,000 of a second compared to one over 4,000 of a second in mechanical shutter. Now there are some trade-offs. The trade-off says you may lose a little bit of dynamic range, but you don't need to have a neutral density filter if you're outside and it's very bright because one over 4,000 of a second is only going to give you so much that you can control in protecting the highlights. The electronic shutter will allow you to control the ambient light coming into the camera much better than you would get with just one four thousand of a second. Unless you're using the zoom lens that I recommended and you have a three-stop, maybe a six-stop neutral density filter on there. I wouldn't recommend anything beyond a three-stop neutral density filter if you're going to be using a 45 to 100. It doesn't change the way that the camera will take the picture at f4 as far as the sharpness and the parameters at f4. But for light gathering capabilities, a three-stop neutral density filter will take you to close to f11. So if you want to capture the photos and not have any distractions from the camera, you can turn the electronic shutter on and turn off the volume of the shutter when you take the photo. And because you're taking it in silence and you're moving slow, you become almost invisible to the subject. The most important thing that you can do when doing lifestyle photography is just to concentrate on the task at hand. Don't get caught up in everything that the camera is capable of doing because it'll distract you from what you're trying to accomplish. Know your camera. I would recommend that you take some time and look at the manual and know what parameters to set for whatever scenario of shooting that you're going to be doing. Know the capabilities of your lens, whatever lens that you're going to be using, whether you're using a native GF lens or if you're going to be using a lens from a third-party manufacturer. I've been very fortunate in my career as a photographer to have used every major camera system that's on the market with the exception of Hasselblad and Nikon. I've shot with Micro Four Thirds. I've used Olympus and Panasonic. I've shot with Sony along with their full frame cameras. And I've had the pleasure of using the same with Canon. And right now, the Fuji camera system just fits the style of photography that I do. 
I love the film simulations in Fuji, and I love the fact that I have the ability to create film recipes to give me looks of additional film simulations that Fuji doesn't include in their camera. The biggest satisfaction that I get from the Fuji camera system is the results. After I take the photo, I load those photos up in my Capture One, and I start browsing the photos, that's when the fruits of your labor pay off. Hold it there, podcasting listener person. Don't you go anywhere. Coming up next on our show. I was asked the question of why did I start a podcast for the Fujifilm GFX camera system? My reasoning for starting this podcast was the frustration of seeing individuals who are not GFX camera users given inaccurate information about how the camera performs. If you don't use a camera for your professional work, it is disingenuous for anyone to give a review on how well that camera performs. That would be equivalent for me going out, renting a Mercedes-Benz, driving for a couple of hours, and then come back and tell you how it's not better than a Corvette. I'm not saying that Fuji is the best camera system out there. I believe the best camera system happens to be the one that fits your personality. Your camera should fit your style of shooting. And whichever camera that is, whether it's Sony, Panasonic, Canon, or Nikon, that is the best camera for you. And the only reason they're doing a segment on a GFX camera system is because they need content and they've ran out of things to talk about related to the camera that they use. So that was my reasoning for starting this podcast. So in the next coming weeks, I will be inviting other users that have and uses the GFX camera system, and we'll discuss our frustrations, the things that we would like to see better done in the camera, uh, the things we would like for Fuji to include or upgrade to, and just our overall enthusiasm about what we think this camera can bring to our professional photography. Hey, thanks for listening to today's podcast. We'll be here next time. Keep the emails coming in and be sure to subscribe. Let me go deep